have to sit here every single time and wait for you to be ready for me to start talking. Oh, that's garbage and you know it. you get so mad at me so often because I, I start talking and you're like mid-sip on your mug or whatever or you're scratching or you're doing something and then when it comes into the post-production, you're like, oh my God, honey, you couldn't have waited. <laughs> you couldn't have waited. Like, oh my God, look at my face. I look ridiculous. When I'm like we're doing something with my face and like that, you have to start it there. Mm. So yeah. I have to like stand here awkwardly or sit here awkwardly waiting for you. Why don't you just look at me and enjoy the view? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I do. I always enjoy the view. There you go. I have to. I'm your husband. That's right. Yeah, I have no choice. No. I'm under duress to enjoy the view. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so we were discussing the new, obviously, in the last episode we're talking about now, we're going to just do uh, Wednesday and Friday episodes. Because uh, on a Sunday, we want to enjoy our day together. So, we don't get to the microphone to recording uh, for a Monday episode anymore. Plus, it's just uh, uh, perhaps for a content for a content uh, thing, it would be better if we didn't dilute the content by just recording more often than we should. And just so because we have to instead of, yeah. As the situation unfolds, the situation changes and adapts, we have to kind of adapt with it, right? And where once upon a time, recording five, six, seven days a week suited us. And then it went to five and then it went to three. And now it's going to two, right? So, the situation is changing. We have to adapt with it. So, if we recorded three days a week, I think we both felt like we were diluting the content. Mm -hmm. So, it makes by topping out the one episode, not only do we get time at the start of the the week together because it's pretty much my only day off is a Sunday, then... Uh, we also get more time, I guess, more in the week that we can really pack into uh, episodes on a Wednesday and a Friday. So, making that call, that's why now we're, we're just doing the two. Uh, the other thing we were discussing as well since then is perhaps what we could do for the Wednesday and the Friday episode. So, they'll be slightly different. And that way, it'll be obvious. Not only do we have a sustainable model, but it could be more sustainable. We could bolster it. Buttress it. Always. So, that, that's good. That's what we want, right? That's what we want. Continuous improvement. Constant. Continuous improvement. Yeah. Hey, there's no rest. No. There's no rest. We've got to keep pushing. Evolution doesn't sleep or stop. Oh, that's Generally. profound. Let's put that on a T-shirt. <laughs> we're starting a new T-shirt line. Yep. <laughs> no, we're not. Evolution doesn't sleep. Not yet. Not yet. Evolution doesn't sleep, so neither do we. Uh, no. <laughs> So, on a Wednesday episode, that'll probably be the kind of recap. So, what we've gone through, what we've experienced and sort of the things that are happening. Kind of like an update for for listening, for those listening and for us as well. Yep. Just to sort of recap over what we've been through. And then the Friday episode can be more perhaps pick, a, pick an overarching theme for the week and then we'll discuss that. We'll have our take on it because especially if we're both going through our own separate journeys, right, with our own work because things are happening. So, as we're going through our own separate journeys, maybe there's something that we both experience in common and we can sort of compare Whoa. compare and contrast notes. So, that can be perhaps what the, the fr- what the Friday episode is about. I like it. So, Wednesday is a kind of recap and summarize and uh, Friday is a sort of exploration. Ooh. What do you reckon? Yeah, I like it. It's, um I mean, we'll just see how we go because it could change again. We might have a better, we might have yeah, a better, something absolutely. better come, that comes along. Yeah, in the next episode, we'll be like, so everything I said in the previous episode, just to scrap it. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. so that's uh, that's the plan. That's the, the plan moving forward for the In The Process podcast. Ooh. And let's not dally too much longer. Let's no. jump into it because a bit has happened. Yeah. A bit has happened this week. So, I think in the last episode, 
or the one before because the last episode I think we we spoke about uh, your we spoke about you in the pregnancy right mm-hmm. so yeah. I think it was the one before that where we discussed me and where I was at yeah so I I think I shared that I put a post out on Facebook yep. so yeah. with my my personal Facebook account I just made it drafted up a post and then I took the testimonials that the guys that I've worked with already uh, wrote for me and I just made on Canva just like a nice you know fancy tile I just put their quote on a nice square with the background it was actually the background was a picture I uploaded of a close-up of the paper that I made oh look at that details yeah I know right and so I, I posted that with the or attached that to the post and then I posted in the Sunbury community Facebook page there's a couple of thousand members there and that was that was incredibly daunting to actually do, but I did it. And I within a couple of hours, I got a bite. I got someone that messaged and said, I'm interested. I think not that long after someone else had messaged. Yeah. But the first person I forgot and even because I'm new to this still, right? So, the first person I messaged, I was actually already friends with on Facebook. So, mm-hmm. it came up in my on Messenger just as normal, a normal conversation. But the other person I'm not friends with. So, it came up as a message request. That's right. Okay. So, I didn't see it for a little bit. And then when I responded to them, they've seen it and haven't re- responded, like haven't replied or anything like that. So, I'm like, okay, that's done. And I had a, an interesting experience with the other person that, that messaged me yeah. and said, I'm really keen. We organized a time and yeah, it was all good. It was all good on the day because my work, the, the end times of my work is variable depending on the size of the day. Sure. Then, you know, I, I basically had to just keep the person in the loop and say, hey, this is what time I looks like I'm finishing, so I'll be ready to talk yep. at the, at this time. And there was actually no response, to be honest. So, I messaged and I said, confirmed that I'll be, I'll be available like 7.30 or whatever it was. And it was seen, but you know, no response. I'm like, that's fine. Maybe busy, whatever. Anyway, I had to cut my shift. I was, it, was about, it was probably about 20 minutes left of the shift. And I'm like, can I just go, please? I've got to get home. And... They, they were like, yeah, they were fine about it. So, but I'm like, I'm like rushing home because it's like ten past seven, and I've got my computer with me in the car. I'm setting up the Zoom consultation and getting my Hopefully phone. Hopefully, while you weren't driving. No, of course, I was stopping, and I was setting it all up with the hotspot and everything on my phone. So I had it all ready. So I got home, ran in here, literally put it on the on the desk, yeah, and then put the connected the charger cord, and then sat here, and that was it. I think no, all I did was change my shirt. Yeah, I, I, I gave got, you a shirt. Yeah. Everything was prepared here. I got yeah. out of the high vis and uh, away we went. And then I sat there for half an hour. Yeah. And nothing happened. A little bit over half an hour. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit over half an hour. And I was like, you know, it's, it's a bit, bit irritating because I messaged, I sent the Zoom link and it was, it was seen. It was seen. But yeah. no response. Yeah. And then after half an hour, I messaged and I was like, you know, it is what it is. Okay. I was like, I understand if you're, you know, you weren't able to make it to the session, happy to. Uh, re you know reschedule mm-hmm. and here's when when I'm available and then instantly almost instantly after I sent that message there was a response saying I lost track of time and I'm like okay that's that's something and uh yeah so there's my availabilities so let me check my schedule like no worries and haven't heard a response since so that was a really curious experience mm-hmm. and it's okay like it's I'm not no animosity or anything no ill wishes it's just 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 the nature of yeah. The business, right? I think one of the things that potentially scares people away is is something so intimate as your financial situation, sharing that with a complete stranger. And I don't blame someone for being really uncomfortable with that. Yeah. Especially if they are uncomfortable with their money, mm-hmm. then sharing that discomfort with a total stranger, I can I can totally get sort you know, perhaps starting the ball rolling by getting in touch and taking that massive first step. Yeah. And even just messaging and saying I'm interested. Like that is probably something that 
potentially the 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 person was like you know had to work themselves up to could be right to even respond to me to see the post say hey this oh actually they're going through with it oh they're committed and i'm just made a commitment and yeah because i I know conscious or unconsciously as well yeah yeah because i I know how tough it is I, i know how intimidating it can be to actually take these types of steps because a lot of you know a lot of the time we get comfortable in the situation that we're in even if we know that there's something not ideal about it you know we we can identify certain aspects of our situation where we we like we could be better and yeah. i perhaps even know where i can be better yeah and you can start the ball rolling on it being better but then when it actually comes to really following through and when the momentum starts to pick up it's really easy to go not too much I, I you know and that's that's okay i, I completely understand so there was no animosity there, and for that reason, you know, that kind of me displaying compassion and empathy. <clears throat> but also, the as I was sitting there, sort of waiting, I'm like, "What am I going to talk about?" So I'd come up with me, me and you would work together on a coming up with a few questions, some prompt questions. Yep. And this is something that for me with future clients, I'd set we we would have a free consultation initially, where pretty much. It's it's sort of, I guess, a Q&A, but more so on the potential client's part. Yep. So, there's no obligations to it. And the whole point is that we can be face-to-face and you as a potential client can just pretty much ask questions. So, the things that I want to know that are probably really important for me to get as, as far as a background picture on who it is that I'm actually could be working with is, you know, who are you and, and what's your situation? That's something, you know, and then that they can, you know, tell me about themselves. And then things like, you know, how do you currently manage money? Just it's like, what am I dealing with here? What level of experience with this type of thing am I dealing with? You know, have you, have, are you already applying a structure to your money? If, you know, then it might simply just be a a matter of slightly redirecting or maybe even refining. Maybe it's not all that much of a difference, but it's just putting a really strong, sound foundation beneath it. Uh, maybe you've had absolutely no experience. And in that case, okay, we're completely changing your financial paradigm here. So, it's just knowing the the level, I guess, of experience with, with financial management yeah. that I'll be dealing with by asking- Which is them, very important for both yeah, of you. Absolutely. Asking that question and then obviously, you know, what are your goals? What are your goals and what are your financial interests? Like, what is it that you, what is it that you want in life? Like, what is it that money can get you that you want? And then, so, so yeah, we can be on the same page so that we can both know, okay, this is the direction we're going to head together as a unit. And the last one, more or less, is what interested you in this service in particular? Like what grabbed your attention? So, just get a bit of feedback yeah. on the perhaps the advertisement itself, mm-hmm. uh, even the just what the perception of the service is based on the limited information that they got from the post. And even just for themselves, again, what, what do they want to get out of potentially, you know, the idea of sound, strong financial management, what is it they like about that? Yeah. And so, those are more or less the, the four questions that are important for me to know. But for the most part, besides those, I actually would rather the, the potential client just be asking me a bunch of questions. Yeah. Asking questions and sharing about themselves. Have Be doing the the bulk of the talking. Yeah. You'd always like that. But I, in, in my experience when coming to clients, there's um, – it's really hard to get them talking if you don't have really strong questions and uh, it's for some people they're not question askers like I I don't I'm I really struggle to find the right questions to ask unless I know what I want so once you clear that what do you want what do you want out of this or what and you start to get them talking then they'll actually start thinking about questions and that comes up organically naturally after that 
so it's it's really hard in that initial phase to get questions because they might not even know what they're in for. They need That's information it, yeah. first to then ask questions. So yeah, they need yeah. something to respond to, right? Mm. Yeah, I completely get that. So it's something that I, I kind of look at that experience and I say, could I have done something differently? And at this point, it's it's I've had this experience with one person. So it's like there's not much I can really take from that. Like yeah. It's more so if I see, notice a pattern of people saying, yes, I'm interested and then being a no-show. Yeah, right. And then going, okay, perhaps I need to make an adjustment. I need to perhaps make the service feel more approachable, mm-hmm. feel more warm and welcoming than perhaps what I've already done. Yeah. So I'm not going to make any, any of those major adjustments just yet. I just want to see if it continues to happen. Yeah. If it's happened with one person, maybe it won't happen with the next. Yeah. You know, maybe there'll be, oh, it won't happen again for a long time. You know, maybe I've, I've hit the nail on the head straight away. Uh, ideally, obviously, but I doubt <laughs> it because I'm a complete amateur and I've got no idea what I'm doing and I'm learning as I go. Yeah. So there's not much in terms of the actual way I deliver the, the advertisement post or the, the, the way I word it at this point that I would really adjust just yet. Right, just as, as far as that specific writing and testimonials, because yeah. there is something that I would like to to do with advertising, but I'll discuss that in a little bit, and that's something completely different. Not necessarily because of this experience, but but it inf- influenced this experience has yeah. influenced that too. Inspiration so, has been birthed from that experience. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, uh, as I was sitting there. As well, I'm thinking, okay, what are the questions? What are the questions? Oh, my God, I'm so nervous. Like to sit here and actually talk to someone who I haven't really met before. Yeah. And to try and essentially get them comfortable and confident and excited about what it is that I can offer them. And I haven't I haven't really done that yeah. before, especially with a complete stranger. When I've done that sitting down with guys at work, they know me. Or they have an idea. And they've, had, they've been in the environment where I've worked with other people and they've heard the conversations that I've had with them. Yeah. So, they get curious and interested. So, that's that process has already sort of started. Yeah. And so, doing it, doing it with a complete stranger and I've got this this Zoom, this free Zoom consultation, that's that's where I do this, right? So, I'm sitting there kind of nervous. I'm like, am I ready for this? Am I ready for this? I'm like, oh, I have to be. I have to be ready for it anyway. So, it's just getting confident in knowing the questions that I have to ask and- that's more or less it on mine, right? Keep Try and keep them talking. I feel like that's all I, I have to do. I've Pretty got some much. baseline questions and then yep. try and keep them talking to answer those. With those yeah. So, the other thing also though that came to me from this experience was, okay, this would be a paid client. These would This would be a paid client. These would be paid clients that I'd be having this with. Let's say I was successful in converting them into, yes, a, a, a an official client okay. and now money's involved, whereas before it hasn't been. Because I've done it for the guys that work for nothing. Well, I'm getting experience and I work with them and they know that they're my guinea pigs. Yeah. So, I've been able to refine it through that experience and I feel like I am ready to step out into paid work for it. Yeah. I think but then your confidence would have been different as well. Absolutely. So, I'm, yeah, I'm sitting there like, okay, now there's going to be money involved. What are the parameters? Like, where's the boundaries? Yeah. I need to... I feel as though I need to make sure that the client's protected and I'm protected in case of any sort of dispute. Anything that happens, what's the what are the limits of the service and what what am I entitled to? What what rights do I have, right, as the provider and what rights do the client has? Does the client have? And 
and I'm thinking drawing on some experiences that I've had with, with the guys, some of the guys that I have worked with already and going, okay, let's take their situation and let's put money in the picture. Sure. Now, how does that situation play out? So, for me, obviously, the, the, the major one is refunds. Yeah. Like what constitutes a refund? What constitutes a termination of the service? And then what happens from that? So, yeah, it is sort of like worst case scenario planning yeah. kind of thing. You know, in the event that this happens, what's the, what's the, the, the next, what's the protocol? So, that's, I'm, I'm thinking of those types of things. How do I go about refunds? How do I go about termination? And then as, as I'm thinking about that, I'm thinking, okay, for me, it's a refund if I fail to provide you the service that I've promised you. Mm. Okay. That's, that's the only refundable thing. If there are elements of the service that I've inadequately served, like, provided yeah well then yeah you're eligible for a refund because you've paid me to provide a service yeah. and if i'm failing to, to live up to that well then yes you deserve your money back yeah. right that to me is fair if uh so that's that that would constitute a full refund if you do if you're the one that's not living up if you're uh, not keeping up with the spreadsheet if you're not keeping up if you're struggling to keep up with you know what this service the commitment, yeah. yeah if to the commitment that's not necessarily my fault. It's only my fault if you're struggling to keep up because I haven't provided you with the information. Yep. Now, if I've provided you with the information I promise I would provide and you're still struggling, I've made it very clear that I'm open for support. I will support you through stuff. You get in touch with me. I will check in. Outside of that, you can message me at any time. And if you fail to to message me or to alert me to your uh, perhaps shortcomings with this, yep. and there's nothing I can do to rectify it then, right? Because so, you don't know. I don't know. So, yeah. if I haven't been informed, if the client hasn't gone out of their way to inform me that they're struggling, that they're struggling that they're yep. then that's that's not refundable. That's not me failing to provide a service, yeah. right? That's you failing to take responsibility for your situation with it. So, that's not refundable. Just because you're struggling to keep up does not necessarily mean that you need to have your money back. Or the if service it just changed your mind. Because the point is that you've got to be financially empowered. The point is your empowerment. So, I can be there to support and to guide you, but I can't take away the responsibility from you to stay on top of your own situation. If you really want this, if you really want this, then you'll do whatever it takes. And I'm there for that, mm -hmm. right? That's the, that's the point. I'm there for that. Also, it'll be in a contract too. So, with my counselling course, uh, I actually wanted to cancel it. Um, when was it? It was in... It was over a year after, I think, or just under or something, or it may... It was just over a year and I messaged them and I asked them, uh, like I've had a really tough because it was 2020 there was like so much going on. I'm like, I don't feel like I'm capable. Um, can I stop or get a refund of, of whatever? And I said it's in the contract you have up to like I think it was six to nine months I think that you have to make that decision. And obviously fine print, I didn't read it. And I had to I had to live with that and we had to pay it off and that was really hard but also I'm grateful because I just I wasn't ready I freaked out and we, we were all fo we were focused around money and we were just like worried about the situation and there was all this other stuff that didn't really constitute as a refund mm. for that service for that course so yeah same thing well, that's Similar I mean you thing, can't yeah. just go, you can't just go also just doling out refunds left right and center because you will suck your own account dry. Totally, and you'll yeah. collapse, right? Yeah. You'll, you'll, you'll collapse under it. So, it's like there needs to be strict boundaries yeah. and limits to eligibility for certain things. So, that was one of them. I'm like, okay, so obviously, if I'm going to talk about the service, I'm inadequately providing the service. Well, I need to define what the service is yeah. and what the service isn't, 
right? Mm-hmm. So then I'm starting now. So I've got a refunds, uh, thinking about refunds, termination, what constitutes a termination? Uh, and I'm saying both of us reserve the right at any time to terminate. But what happens next, the reason for the termination uh, will determine, especially for the client, what happens next, whether they're available for a refund or they're not, or they have to pay the rest of their payments and then we're done. Because if you go on a payment plan, well, then you have an outstanding balance that you need to pay. So, all this stuff was what I was putting into into this into this PDF, into this document. And then, yes, I defined what the service was. So, every time I referred to the service throughout the rest of the document, mm-hmm. th- you go back to section one and this is exactly what, what I'm talking about. Then the, the next section was the disclaimer. So, what it doesn't do, yeah. what you're not going to get, what I'm not proposing is the case with this service or anything like that. Just so that when there's no false pretenses, mm. right? And then- Obviously, then the next one is this is very personal. This is very personal information that I'm accessing. So, I want to have it in black and white. Well, just the, having like, the, yes, confidentiality, but the the, the uh, information itself sure. that I need, uh, right, in, I yeah. need to access in order to provide the service. Yep. Right? So, it's just putting that in black and white as well. Yep. This is what I need. I need your, your bank account balances. Yep. I need Not sign- numbers or anything. I need, no, no, no. Yeah, not your bank yeah. account details, yeah. but your your balances, right? Because the whole yeah. point of this is to track to track your uh, bank balances as they relate to your expenses yep. and your your match spending, your up. goals, and everything like that, right? To match them up so that you can constantly stay on uh, up with, stay on track with what your bank balances are. Yeah. So I need to see those. I need your all your outgoings. So what are all your outgoings planned? And literal. So, what are your bills? What are your savings goals? What are your, what are your savings visions? What you know? How do you want to spend your money? All that kind of stuff. And all your income, because obviously we need to put your income in. So, all the aspects of your financial situation. Essentially, I need to have access to that information in order to be able to deliver the service. So, I was just putting that in black and white, and then I just wrote like an I blank, like insert your full name. You know, consent, consent. to yep. Logan accessing this information. And then at the bottom of each of these sections, there's a signature. So we both sign off on it. And then and a comment section if you want and a comment if you need to make an amendment or something. question something, and uh, then the next one then obviously is that information storage data right privacy confidentiality that kind of thing. So how do I go about making sure that your personal, private, sensitive information remains personal and private? Yeah. And so just just sharing what I do there. It's on a, it sits on an external hard drive, but only I access. There's, it's not, it's not publicly accessible, yeah. and I don't put it on an online database. I don't put it somewhere where someone else can access it, and I'm not going to disclose your information with anyone else. No. Right? It's what we discuss, and what your situation is stays between us. Right? So those promises, and then uh, yeah, so it kind of built itself out as I started. My main concern was refunds. Yeah, and then I realized the case. Why as far was as it refund, your main concern? Uh, well, it's just because the, it's a financial thing now. Sure. For me, it, I haven't had to worry about it because it's I've done the service for nothing. Yeah. Okay. So there's no money involved. So it's kind of there's very it's very low risk to either me both me and the client. But when there's money involved, then it can start getting a bit sticky. Mm-hmm. So just trying to protect and explain in black and white terms, this is where the boundaries are. Yeah. So that you know, this is what you're up for. So I I laid that out and. Pretty much, yeah, at the bottom of each page is a signature. There's check boxes against most of the, the items in each section. There's seven sections. There's not that long. It's like seven pages, but most of them are like half pages of information. Like I've just spaced it, made a big font, Clearer. made a uh, big font and nice a nice sans font so that it's not too hard on the eyes. So you're not looking at it going, oh, this is the boring T's and C shit. 
But Even though it still is a boring TPC <laughs> student. <laughs> it's just so you have to check off that you've understood and you consent to everything. And then what will happen is if you have any am- amendments that you want to make or anything you want to propose or any clarification, I've left space at the bottom of every single section to write that in. And then what I'll do is when I review the when I review the PDF that you send back, because you send it back to me then, I'll review it. If there's any amendments, I'll have to think about it. We'll discuss it perhaps. And then we'll reach a happy medium. We'll reach an agreement. And then we'll both sign our signatures at the bottom. So, but if there is no amendment, if there's everything's all good and then check, 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 check all the boxes, sign the name at the bottom of every section. I'll go through, say, great, everything, they're on board with everything. Then I'll sign it. And then I'll send them back a copy with both of our signatures on it of the PDF, just so that, that way, we have at the start, before before we've even started, yeah. we're on the same page. Yeah. We're both starting from the same place with this service and we know everything about, you know, wh- wh- where our limits are with yeah. each other. So, we're both protected. So, that for well, me was hope. something- People yeah. usually go TNCs. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Tick, tick, tick. And they don't read it. And then, like, well, you know, then everything that's, looks that's, fine. I've done all I can do. But that's right? what I'm saying. So, that's what, you know, all these TNCs has done to us in our mind being like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. I just want it now kind of thing. And they just want to get over it. Get yeah. it. Like me, like I just signed everything. I didn't read everything in full. And I ended up having to pay the whole thing even though I, at a time in there, didn't want to. And I'm like, well, that's, that's on me. That's for me not actually well, doing that's, the extra that's exactly work. And right. that's that responsibility and that's how I learned resp- more responsibility. Because that's the thing. If we, if not every, If every single box is not checked or if there is a signature missing, we're not starting. Yeah. I'm not going ahead. You know, it's like when you start a new subscription to something or you, yeah, you start yeah. up a new, I don't know, account with something, you have to agree to the T's and C's first. Yeah. If you don't agree to the T's and C's, you can't proceed. Totally. It's the same thing here. Yeah. If there, if there, we cannot reach full agreement on where we both stand, then I'm not starting because I do not want to risk uh, either myself or, yeah. or the client, you know, being harmed in any way as yeah. a result of the service being delivered. Absolutely, right? yeah. I don't want there to be any misunderstandings. No. So- Anyway, as I'm sitting there, obviously sweating over, you know, oh, I'm about to have a client. <laughs> you know, this stuff's going through my head. Like, okay, I need to. This is what I, I need to make this kind of thing so that we're both protected and that that I don't have to be concerned about whether or not we're on the same page. Yeah. So anyway, I made that, which was really good. Can I go back because there is something that I've just yeah. I just thought about it a little bit more as you've been talking, and I'm like, okay, maybe. So you know, when we were talking about the Instagram content, it's probably what you're going to get into now. But um, so when we're, you're going to be talking about like more of the mindset stuff, the free content that you're going to give, I feel like um, that would be really helpful for uh, people that you don't know that come in because they'll have a better idea of you totally. to see you. So it's like when you're with the guys at work, like you said, they they have conversations with you. They know what you're about. They know what your mindset is. Yeah, they have conversations about it. So that's really useful for you to have that Instagram page or to have somewhere where you go to share that information, what you give freely, your parts of you, your mindset, how you go about it, things that you don't have to pay for, mm. you know, and that will then build because then they'll have a better idea of, oh, this guy, yeah, okay, and he's he, I really like this about him. And whereas if you've just posted and they've got no idea who you are and they're just like, okay, they're probably more nervous because, like, I don't know, probably no loss because we don't really have to talk ever again and, you know, that awkwardness mm. but it's like when you f- start to follow someone like the guys at works have started to ask where can we follow you where can we see yeah. your um yeah do you have any anywhere else where you post or share stuff and you haven't it's like okay well that really helps for that reason for that exact reason well i think now because they want to follow you because they like you and they like what you're about well, i think so. perhaps from a spiritual standpoint i think i'm ready for that now i yeah. think it's come into that because the guys now 
I'm not really getting asked by anyone at work now to work with them. Yeah. More so what I'm actually getting from the guys that I have worked with is, are you advertising? Are you putting this out there? Uh, can I share it? Yeah. All that kind of stuff. So, I'm being, I feel like I'm, I'm now ready and being actually pushed into yeah. this next step. Something to respond to. That's it. That's exactly yeah. right. So, I completely agree about the Instagram thing. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. That is that is something it just I was gives going another to, level of like reason to to do it. Yeah, I was I was gonna I was gonna sort of mention that briefly because I do want to talk about some of your stuff because that's really fascinating what you're doing. Uh, I'll just say quickly. I'll, I'll wrap up my section. I just wanted to talk about the T's and C's and what's involved in it and how that kind of came about, how that evolved for me in my situation. Okay, great. So this is something that's really important. I think to share as part of the process. Uh, the other thing was, yes, payments. There's a payment plan. So, you can either pay the whole lot up front yep. or there's a payment plan option. And so, how do I go about that, right? Mm-hmm. Once if we if we have this Zoom consultation where, yes, the, the client can ask or a potential client can ask questions, yep. get to know the service a little bit. I can perhaps even describe it a, a little bit, the, some of the elements of the service so that they can be prepared for it. And that can actually be starting that pre-education content potentially. So that that would be really handy. But then obviously at the end, if they decide, yes, this is okay, I am keen, I want to go forward. Okay, well, let's just discuss the payments. Yeah. And then that can be done. And then how do I go about doing that? If they want to pay the whole thing in full, fantastic. Send me the money. Once I have the money, we'll start. But if they can't afford the whole thing up front, well, then there's going to be a payment plan option. So the payment plan option essentially is going to be a 50% deposit and then minimum of minimum of minimum repayments of 10% of the remainder. Sure. So now, this is something that I had to figure out the wording on and it's something that uh, it's, it's, a, it's a marketing ploy, I think, that many, many businesses use okay. when it comes to the price of their goods is for me, I said, okay, $1,500 is the price of the service, okay? But payment plan is going to cost more because, well, I've got to live, right? I, I still have to live. And, and, and I, also, I want to encourage people to pay the, the bulk of it in full just so it's out of the way. Yeah. So, the way to encourage that is to make it cheaper. Yeah. So, the way that I guess businesses do it is that they, they don't say that the service is 1500 and then it's 20% more if you do a payment plan. They say the service is 1800 but if you pay the whole lot, if you, if you pay up front, right. it's 20% discount. So that's you how save it is. Twenty percent. Yeah. So it's eighteen hundred dollars, <laughs> but you save twenty percent if you pay the whole lot now. If you don't pay the whole lot now, it is it remains eighteen hundred, and then the payment plan is going to be a fifty percent deposit, just to lock it in, and then minimum of ten minimum ten percent repayments every single pay cycle, ten percent uh, of the remainder. So nine hundred deposit. There's nine hundred remainder, which means ninety dollar minimum repayments for the the next ten uh, pay cycles. Obviously, you can pay it off sooner. Yeah. But that's it. It's 10 pay cycles is the maximum that you can spread it out over. That's just what I'll say. Just just so that there is some kind of time frame. We're not just having this loose, elastic yeah. repayment policy type thing. I don't well, want to do I mean, that. And the whole point of your, um, your service anyway is for that structure, for that discipline. So, you're kind of teaching them in that yeah. as well and it kind of- and that's the thing. You, you I'll get- know the financial situation so you won't be able to <laughs> fuck with me. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So, that's basically the plan. And so, I just made another little document that just has the the necessary information that I'll send. After we decide exactly how the payments are going to work, yep. I'll write that down and I'll send that off to the client. The client can approve it by writing their signature at the bottom. Yep. Then I'll write my signature and and away we go. Yep. Right. That type of thing. So, that was just something I wanted to note down uh, the, the payment, the price thing. Yeah. So, it's like it's 1500 but it's 20% more if you pay by payment plan. No, do it the other way. It's eighteen hundred, but you get it's twenty percent off if you, if you pay it all up front. Yeah, yeah so, they, they use that. Yeah, they do that a 
I was like, ah, that's why they do it. Uh-huh. <laughs> it just sounds much better. <laughs> yeah, it just sounds much better. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much the the T's and C's and the payment thing. So, yes, with the Instagram thing, because that's the other thing I did. Yep. I made a new Facebook page, yep. which I'm probably already going to have to rename a little bit just to distinguish it from my personal pay- uh, Facebook page. A new Facebook page for it so that I can post content there. And my existing logan.d.gray Instagram is the one I'm going to use. Yep. So, I synchronized the, the Facebook page and the Instagram. Yep. So, anything I post on one, it will go to the other. And essentially, that's what I'm going to use the business thing. I'm not going to wipe all the posts that I've no, made leave it. previously yeah. on Instagram. But I'm that just also gets them the a, um, gives them a, a bit of an idea about you as well because yeah. it's your history. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You should my see writing. my Instagram that like changes, changes uh, like every few yeah. cells when you keep when you keep scrolling you're like eh, it's just like it just changes every now and then well hopefully this is a little more consistent so <laughs> i you. redid the bio <laughs> i redid the bio for the instagram and yes so probably one thing i just want to do is i want to make a new profile pic new display picture because currently it's the abstract charcoal thing that you drew of my face yeah <laughs> so i want to make it an actual when life was really abstract for us yeah, yeah. yes it was yeah so i want to make an actual Profile picture, there's a picture of me. And that way, is obviously, if you're wanting a financial service, you, you know, you can see the face of the person that would be dealing with Absolutely, you. Absolutely, yeah. So, that's probably the thing I wanted to do majorly. But then, yeah, the Instagram content. So, that would be the, the free stuff that I want to work on the mindset stuff. So, you can get to know. It's not me talking about this financial content. I don't want to do that. That's what the service is for. But on Instagram and on the social media, yeah, I can promote the, my mindset. The way I look at it so that you can get to know me and you can get comfortable with those sort of deeper elements of how I I deal with these types of things and how I deal with money. What's my approach to money from a mindset perspective, not from a literal, you know, this is how I do it on Excel, all that kind of stuff. Something you just came up with, you you live by it. I actually already wrote a buttload of stuff in a document when I was trying to come up with pre-content. Hey, so and that's content. That's what I that's probably where I draw from. Yep. So that's something I'll probably just have a bit of fun with. I'll just start posting start just posting. random stuff and there might not be much rhyme or reason to much of it, but it's just about starting, getting it out there, getting comfortable with posting and sharing myself a little bit. Now the other thing, so I know I'm talking really fast cuz I'm trying to get through it. Yeah. The the other thing is my Substack and the Demons and Fancies podcast is are both still there. Awesome. So as far as free content goes too, I can actually potentially draw on those sources yeah. for to have more content. Yeah. So if I p- pick a particular theme, for instance, for a certain week or whatever, I can have a maybe 10, 15 minute podcast. Yeah. Weekly weekly podcast. Or just on when inspiration strikes, you can just do it. And then I can <laughs> collate that information into a Substack post. Yeah. And then the podcast can be free, but maybe it's like a five dollar monthly subscription for the Substack. You know, maybe the Substack's free. So, you'd have, you know, social media, the yeah. podcast, and maybe even the Substack newsletter for free. Or yeah. maybe the sub, all that would be free, except maybe the Substack newsletter would be like five bucks, which is just putting all the information into one place. Yeah. So, we'll see. There's there's a lot. There's a lot that's around and there's a lot of infrastructure that we've already built while we were trying frantically to build ourselves out of our hole. <laughs> um, we kind of got cannonballed out. Funnily right? enough, you know, we can actually return to it in a very productive way. Yeah. So, that's pretty much where I'm at at the moment is, yeah, I've created the T's and C's, got, got a bit more of a, a, a foundation beneath the yeah. service, which I'm really excited for. And yes, I've, I've 
getting getting on with the social media posting and that kind of free free Love content delivery so and how excited. I can do that. So, I'm excited to see your posts. Yeah, yeah, me too. I'm, I'm, I am keen to get into it because it, it is time. Because like the guys have said at work, where can I follow you? Where can I share your stuff? Yeah. All that kind of shit. So this because they like because they find value in yeah. just having conversations with you as well. Yeah. So that's really important for like building a relationship and trust with clients. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Uh, good. Good visibility and a following and a community. Yeah. Absolutely. That's and that's what I want ultimately too. I want to be able to create that. So yes, we are. Things are coming back around, and the Substack could be relevant once more. You feeling good? Yeah. No, I'm feeling good. good. I'm feeling good. I feel like so much has happened. I've been able to actually cram so much in around like my day job. Yeah. Which is nice. I feel like the ball's rolling a little bit more at this point. That momentum's building. It's funny because you want to. You want to fill your, that space up with something valuable, not just kind of be like, oh, you come home and that's yeah. it. Or, you know, you wake up and, oh, you know, I've got all this time. It's like, no, you want to fill it with this stuff because you care about it and you find value in it. Yeah, exactly. And that makes me feel useful and purposeful and that's a real good boost to my morale. So, it's it's just funny. There's just like periods of lulls. And then all of a sudden, there's so much happens. Yeah. And then it's sort of like a lull thing style. Things like balance out a little bit. And then it's like a heap will happen. And, you know, it's yeah. just, it's just, it is, it, it's like a, a rocking boat kind of thing. And uh, yeah. Get nausea from time to time. And then <laughs> pretty much it kind of feels bit. like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's still, it still is, still, it's always a roller coaster, I guess. That's what I'm saying. Life is just yeah. that. Life is a, is a rocking boat. <laughs> Has another t shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Life is a rocking boat. It's like a rocking boat. It's like a rocking boat. Okay. All right. That's me. Sorry. I've been talking for 40 minutes. <gasps> I've only got 20 minutes. <laughs> it's all right. I don't know as much to say. Go on. But there's plenty to say. There is plenty no, to say. No. What's, what's happened with you? What's, what's your update? Okay. So, I decided that it's time for me to return to social media. Hey. Ah, because I've just been really present in this pregnancy and there's a lot that I want to share and there's a lot what I want to talk about. And it is important that for me that I – because the more I listen to these pregnancy podcasts and the more I go through this and then have conversations with – uh, women around me or just just hearing what other people have other women have to say about their pregnancy the more important is kind of becoming for me to uh, make a bit of noise about the spiritual aspect and the transformative aspect of pregnancy because it's not really talked about it's kind of like it's a second thought like it's not really it's like oh yeah you know all the physical stuff we get all that out and then after we start to be like oh but how amazing is it but it's always the but how amazing is it but 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 and it's it's not i i want to kind of flip that i want to keep pregnancy sacred i want to keep it because i've noticed the second i got pregnant all of the sudden my mind and the influence of the culture today especially the birth culture came flooding in the anxiety hit the overwhelm hit what do i do and all of this stuff and i'm like oh my god i have to come we have to book a doctor's appointment, i got to get a blood test, i got to organise a midwife, I've got to do all these things. Instead of just sitting with it, sitting with the pregnancy and just embracing what has just happened. So I decided and I have already um, recorded a podcast called yeah. Becoming Mother. Yeah. And that name just happened yesterday because I didn't have that when I first recorded it. Mm. But I sat down and I recorded the first episode and I'm starting to talk about it. And it's now on Substack. 
which is funny because we were going to replace yours. But I'm like, I'll just make one of my own. And I already had one anyway because I was following you. <laughs> I subscribed to yours. Yeah. So that was already up and running. And I've um, started that conversation. And it's really good because there's a few women who have actually already said that they're really excited for this conversation to mm. be to be had and to be a topic. So I'm very excited about it. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah. So I'm having- you, you, went, you initially posted the Insight Timer. So you posted that- yeah, I'm still waiting for the approval, but it's. I think they're in. They're overseas or in America, so it's just been the weekend, or I think yeah, it was Sunday like or something. So yeah, it's just going to take a couple of days. But because so, you posted to Insight, and then one of the major reasons we went to Substack was because I said, well, I, actually no, because you asked me if we can use Podbean, if we can open up oh, a second channel yeah, on Podbean, right. so yep. that we can host your podcast and it can go to all the streaming platforms. Yeah. But in order to do that, I need to upgrade the Podbean plan to something that's currently, I mean, we, we can afford it now technically, but to get the most value out of it, I think we might just have to hold off a little because I'm yeah. going to upgrade the plan. I'm going to anyway yeah. once this one runs out because with the upgraded plan, we can actually host the video content on, on, uh, on Podbean, Podbean so that if you're watching on Spotify, you can watch the video. You don't okay. just have to go to Rumble to see the video. Yeah, right. So, that's I'm really – and there's a few other things as well. So, with like advertisement and all that kind of stuff that with the upgraded plan is just more accessible. So, with the upgraded plan as well, you can have second channels. But I think even then, for instance, the upgraded plan is something like 29 US a month, but it's 39 US a month. Per, it's like an extra $10, I think, a month per extra channel. Anyway, so, Fair it's just, enough, it's just a right financial now, thing. Yeah. So, I'm like, hang on. When I did, open, did start at the Substack, that's all free to start. You can yes. you can just jump straight into it, and, and Substack only take a portion of your revenue when you actually start earning a revenue from it. Yeah. So the podcast you can start for free on Substack, and that's how I got Demons and Fancies all over. All yeah, over I forgot Spotify. that you actually had them on Spotify. So. Yeah, you can do that for us. I'm like, start up a start up a Substack. It might be yep. worth looking into that. And then that way, because you said, because you posted on Instagram as well with about this stuff, yep. you can actually. You said you had a whole bunch of notes that you couldn't cram into an Instagram post. I'm like, yeah. well, that you can create. You can make a Substack newsletter, yep. and that's where the content can go there. And then you can post the the podcast to Substack, yep. and then stream it from Substack to the all your different streaming outlets. That's right, and that's what I've done. Yeah. So well, yeah, that's what we're still working well, on. We're working Haven't on. distributed Haven't it yet. Dis- no, but, but it's on it's there. Up on so the first one, yeah, it hasn't been distributed yet, but it's up on Substack. Um, and I posted on my Instagram too for those that already follow me, already know and liked it and seen it. And I also did a story about it and why I'm doing it. But I think I'm just gonna keep just keep talking about it because I was gonna wait because I'm like I don't have a name for it and I don't have this for it and I'm like. No, because this is what stopped me last time. You get you get in your head about all the little things that really don't fucking matter. I'm like, what's the most important thing that this conversation begins? So I'm like, I'm just going to record it. I'm just going to start it. I'm just going to just write a post about it because it, it's important to me that we just start having this conversation instead of like, I'm not going to worry about uh, a logo. I'm not going to worry about all these other all these things that don't matter, even though I just like kind of do a really quick one up, which kind of looks like this top. Does a little bit actually, yeah. <laughs> the same colors, uh, and so I'm like, I'm just gonna start it. And even I even said that in the first um, episode, I'm like, I don't have a name for this yet, but I just want to already start this conversation because it's really important. I feel it's important, and I want to change the way we talk about. It. I want to make it more sacred. I don't want to make pregnancy this thing that is medical because it's not. <laughs> it's the most beautiful natural thing that we go through and it's just been medicalized. It's just been this thing that, oh, my God, have you had these tests? Have you done this? Have you checked this? Have you got this? And you, and all this like this checklist. The other thing I really appreciate about it though is like you say about making it sacred, 
bringing the sacred the sacredness back to pregnancy because I think you did touch on something there that is definitely I've I've experienced I've noticed it too when people are talking about their pregnancy when women are talking about their pregnancy a lot of the time you do it's the negative stuff first and then the positive thing at the end same thing as even being a parent it's like oh it's so hard you know no sleep yada yada but it's the best thing that ever happened to me it's the second it's like yeah it's like why don't we why don't we lead with that or bring back that that real that grace about about these situations and the the only so think about not that I'm not a psychologist or anything like that, but one of the things I think about when I say why why is it that the negative stuff gets aired first? The only thing I can think of, at, you know, from from my limited perspective and my limited real experience with this type of thing is what well, it seems that for the most part, because it is an experience that you have to propagate the species in order for the species to survive, right? Yep. So, pregnancy and procreation and 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 being parents is, is incredibly common. So, majority of people are going to have an opinion on yeah. and an experience on all those things. Sure. And I feel like part of one of our main drives as being social animals is to be accepted mm. and to relate to each other. And I feel as though we relate a lot better on the things that we don't like, the more negative things than on the positive things, right? Because, uh, you know, you, you kind of feel that when you're going really well, there is a guilt associated with expressing that good feeling to someone else who might not be, you, you don't necessarily know if they're going really well, mm-hmm. but you might be like, I'm loving life. I'm feeling great at the moment. I might feel a bit guilty about saying that though to someone else because they might look at it and go, oh, fuck you. And look how far we've come to right? actually get to that point in humanity. And and so when that other person's like, fuck you, it's like you're aware of that. Yeah. So you you kind of dim, dim your joy. light a little bit mm-hmm. so that you feel as though you can be more relatable to that person so yeah. you can perhaps you know have more of a connection. And so I feel like what that ultimately comes down to is you, you pick up the lowest common denominator in these initial yeah. these initial discussions yeah. and you in, in so instead of talking about how beautiful and graceful and how incredible this experience is you'll instead go to oh you know it's, it's hard i'm tired baby's moving i've got all these pains it's really uncomfortable so that you, you perhaps the person you're speaking with or you're sharing with can Buffer. go oh i can relate to that like, yeah, yeah i've experienced like, yeah, all that too yeah. and so you you share and connect over the lowest common denominator of that same experience instead, instead of, well, because you might be having a really easy pregnancy, but someone else might have not had a horrible pregnancy, right? Yeah. So, you're going to probably be more inclined to talk about the horrible portions of your experience so that you can relate to them. Yeah. But, you, you know, someone might tell you I had a horrible experience and then if you say, oh, I've had a great experience, well, then there's obviously not going to be a connection there. Yeah. So, you know, and perhaps to protect ourselves against that potential you know ignorance we automatically just go to the all the bad parts about it yeah you know and i so that's just for me sort of looking at it that's that's how i sort of take it it's like stop picking up the lowest common denominator in order to try and connect over this i know and i'm not projecting that onto it maybe i'm completely off and i'll absolutely acknowledge that but it's just me having a think about why is it just generally not just about pregnancy but just generally about anything yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, it is about anything. Yeah. But if you can bring that to, if you can start to break open that conversation a little bit, mm-hmm. and and do your yeah, like you said, do your little part to to alter that perspective mm. and to bring that sacredness back to the process and be like, it's not a negative experience or a positive experience as such. It's the experience it's, that you're having, yeah. And to really just just embrace embrace it for what your your body is doing, what is happening, yeah. Because yeah. it's. It, it is really, and it's hard for me to actually open up that conversation with the women around me who have had children and who I know have had really difficult pregnancies. It really is. I, I don't know how to just, I don't know how to ask them or talk about it because I feel like I've had a relatively easy um, pregnancy, but I don't like comparing because I don't know. 
someone else could have just been totally over um, over exaggerating their pregnancy, which I totally feel like you can do <laughs> being pregnant just because of the culture and what you see on Instagram. Oh, you know, uh, you know those they like memes and all the funny stuff about pregnancy. You just be like, oh, I'm pregnant. I can't. I can't do it because I'm pregnant. It's the best excuse ever because you can just ignore everything. And it's like that is that's what I don't like. And I I knew I didn't like it. I just didn't know why being pregnant I know exactly why it is so disempowering to to have that mindset it literally you give up your power you don't even know you're doing it because you don't take any responsibility for what is going on in your body and it can be occasionally obviously make jokes every now and then I'm not saying you know keep keep life lighthearted of course but also don't stick don't hold on to those things because then you create in your mind you, you solidify that and you start believing it. Yeah. You start believing it all. And the like I, a girl reached out to me after I posted and in my story, and in my story I said I've just had such a powerful, like sh- huge shift in my second trimester. Everyone talks about the second trimester being the best and it's, you know, it's it's the easiest because, you know, you don't get nauseous anymore. And I'm like, I yeah, I can agree that it, it wasn't, I didn't have the nausea, I didn't have all that and it felt quite good. However, it actually felt like the most transformative and it was really hard emotionally, but in the best way. She responded with, oh, my God, are you okay? I hope you're okay. Is there anything you need from me? I'm like, did, did I really come across that way? I'm like, that's not what, that is not what I'm saying at all. It's not what I said either. I'm like, no, this was a good thing. This was a powerful thing. This is the, If we're seeing these transformations, this moving through emotional states and getting to the other side of it as a negative, it doesn't even make sense. We have this, we have this <laughs> propensity of, to be like, oh, uh, difficult means bad. Yeah. Difficult and bad. And we conflate difficult and bad. It's just it's not. Like, I'm like, no. I I have loved. Difficult is great. It's so good because it not stretches all the time, you. Not much of the time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It stretches you. It expands you. You learn so much about what your, how much capacity you've got to actually have this experience. Yeah, absolutely. And I really love what I've gone through, even though it's been really difficult, even though it wasn't ideal. A lot of elements of my, of when, when we got pregnant, like we're here, we're not even in our own space. And I would have loved to have had a bit more time in our own space before just to enjoy the pregnancy. But like, when is the right time? What is good for me right now? I don't know, but I have to enjoy it now. I have to make the most of it now. I'll knock you up again. Don't worry. (laughs) 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 And you know what I mean? So I'm like, there's little things that totally could get me down. And I have, believe me, I've got my days. But I I make sure that I'm present in those days because I know they're telling me something. Like yesterday, I just, oh, man, I was so flat. I could not, I just didn't want to get out of bed. And I'm like, I just want to sleep all day. And But I was aware that that's what was happening. And I'm like, I'm not going to sit in it, but I am going to just witness and just be here right now because this is just how I'm feeling. This is honest. And I want to honor what I'm going through because it's valid right now in this moment. It's valid and I want to be here and I'm not going to hold on to it. And I haven't held on to it. I allowed myself to feel it. And all of a sudden, toward the end of the day, it actually began to fade Mm. because I was watching it. I was with it. I was acknowledging what I was going through in that moment. Like, I just want to be in our own space. I just, there's all this stuff that was, it was just one of those days where I'm like, I need to have my own I just need my own space. I just want to be in our house. And we just went to see it as well the night before. And every, like all this stuff was flooding. And we're so close as well, which just was more painful. And But feeling all of that, 
I just wanted to, I'm really glad that I did because now I can remember and I will remember later down the track what this was like. So I remember a lot about my pregnancy because I'm, I, I was in it. I was present in it, in the difficult times, in the emotions, in the waves, up and down. I was asking myself, what is this? Is something deeper here that's happening? It's not just, it's not just hormones. These hormones are also affecting my spiritual and my growth as a woman, as a mother. And it, all of this is happening. This is so much more than just hormones going up and down. Our, our hormones control our body. It, it, like, it's part of us. It's part of this physical experience. But this physical experience also shows us parts of our spiritual experience that we need to focus on as well because we're, we're both spirit and body. And it's magnificent. And I want to bring that all back and say that, yeah, it was hard, but like what I learnt from it after or what it really felt like or what I did notice. And I want to have that conversation. Mm. And even if you didn't, to reflect back on when it was um, like, yeah, actually, hang on a second. I'm going to just have a look, just think about it. It was really hard. But then I remembered when I was sitting there once and, you know, you, you can reflect and find the little gems in, in that. And obviously this is my first pregnancy. I don't want to put anything into anyone's mouths and th- about their pregnancy. I just, the whole point of it is just to recognize and appreciate the beauty and the beauty that this process has, because I feel like we're losing the beauty. We're losing the, the magnificence and the, the sensational experience that pregnancy is and that motherhood is and parenting is. It's like, oh, everything's a drain, you know, where we can't even be at home with our kids anymore. We've got to send them off to daycare and childcare in like six weeks, you know, or six months or like you, everyone, like we, we can't stop. We have to like, we don't have time to be parents, but like that's, that's the culture. Like that's, you know, we're, the kids are getting younger and younger when we're sending them to daycare. And this is my personal, this is my personal opinion. This isn't nothing on anyone and I, everyone's situation is different and mine's going to be different too. I just want to say that like just noticing that from where we've come from is, I don't know, I feel like you can see the repercussions in the teenagers we see now in, in those times and the, the, the attitudes and the behaviours in kids and in parents as well. We're all struggling. There's this struggle. We're, we're just in such pain and suffering these days all the time. Everything's hard. Pregnancy's hard. Parenting's hard. You know, life is hard. Work is hard. Going out and getting a coffee with your friend. Oh my gosh, so to get out of bed and just go and, or like, you know, those kind of like everything is such a drag. It just seems like decadence. Yeah, but it's more of that. There's more of that happening than let's just, can we enjoy life a little bit? Can we just like chill out a bit? Can we be present a little bit more? Can we enjoy just feeling? The sensations that our body is is going through right now, even like pregnant or not, I'm I'm feeling really angry. Why am I feeling angry? Just coming back and just coming back to our bodies, and it's because I, I find that that is powerful. That's what's going to keep us growing and evolving as a strong people. <laughs> no, it keeps you it keeps you conscious and it keeps you paying attention, focusing yeah. on your own condition and your own state right now, as opposed to. Ignoring it, allowing dysfunction to to brood and to increase to the point where all of a sudden you're fucked and you need to have medical or pharmaceutical intervention in order to help it. It's yeah. like, hang on, let's stop giving the power for our existence away. Yeah. How can we retain as much of it as possible? 
And obviously, there's things that are going to occur that are beyond our control ultimately. We do need to seek that external help. Mm. But for the most part, I feel like it's just encouraging, trying to create a cultural influence yeah. that's going to just just provide at least a voice or, or add your voice right to that movement of trying to bring that focus back to the self, back on your being conscious of your situation, yeah. of your body, of your existence. And I think that that is something that can be really, really powerful. And I really, I hope that this is something that you can sustain because I do believe it is so important. I think it's so important to provide that voice and provide that advocacy for something, mm-hmm. something like this. Because it's, it's, it's about encouraging the power to come back to you, yeah. that responsibility to come back to you. And you get because, to appreciate more about your life too. Well, that so, opens so often, up appreciation. Because in, in the culture, it's, it's like people, it, it seems to be that the more responsibility you have, people, people don't seem to want the responsibility. It's, it's like, tell me what to do. Tell me what the right thing to do is. You know, know what do think. you think? What do you think? Yeah, tell me. And instead of going, you know, this is my situation, this is what I'm going through and based on, based on, you know, my own experience and what I have learned and what's right for me in this moment, this is, this is how I'm going to act. No, instead it's like, this is what, this is, this is what we've been told to do. So, this is what we have to do it. It's like relinquishing the responsibility, giving it to something else. And I mean, obviously, you, if you're of a particular mind, you know exactly what I'm referring to right now. But generally speaking, it, it's it's we seem very willing to give up the responsibility for the major things in our lives yep. to much larger entities yep. or an expert class. And it's it's like, at what point are we going to start to take responsibility for the elements of our own life mm-hmm. that are unique and peculiar to us? And especially um, parenthood and being mothers and fathers like we just don't want to do it I mean, that's what the large part of that's this was that's what I, that's what i'm recognizing and noticing yeah so i don't want to i don't want to say that you no know, everyone that's listening has no i'm saying there is a culture out there that is because it's all over social media you, you see all all this stuff everything's hard you know parenting's hard mother's hard everything's hard and it's all difficult and oh my gosh if you're always looking at that how do you think that's going to affect us and our children and the people around us and our families. And then, cont- look, that's what cultures become. And this is where it frustrates the little old libertarian me because then that provides opportunity for authorities to expand their power, expand themselves into these gaps. And then all of a sudden, as soon as you have an expansion of authority like that, there is a there is an ensuing reduction of freedom. Because I also don't want, I mean, I hate to have to just fucking justify this shit, but I, I, I'm not saying that, you know, not every, every, not everyone can stay at home, you know, and everyone, like as in with their child and have you know daycare and stuff. Everyone has their situations and absolutely have them. That's fine as long as you're doing it in an empowered way and not doing it because cultures told you this is what you should do. At six months, you go back to work. Mm-hmm. It's like no. Do I want to? Do I feel like it's right? Do I need to? Is there another way? Mm. It's just asking ourselves those questions to find because I'm like, I know I'm not there yet and that's fine, but I've always thought about this. I've always had this in my mind because I've been around mothers. I've been around mothers for a very long time. My sisters are, my um, like all my cousins are. I I see that that, that there's that and then there's the culture as well and I'm just observing what and I'm like, the kids are getting younger and younger. And when you're driving around, you see early learning like centre now. It's not even just like childcare yeah, anymore. Bring it's early learning. Bring, bring a year and a half. Six-week-year-old. My sister works six, in daycare. Six-week-year-old. Six, six months. Yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> my sister works in daycare and she goes, these little children 
I just, she goes, they look at us like we're, like we're mothers. They sit there looking at us because we're there. And she goes, yeah, that's the job. She goes, it just breaks my heart because it's like, then there's there's complications and you can see when we're with the parents and the connection isn't there. You, you lose the connection with your with your children when, when that happens so early on. And is it, uh, I don't know who it was, might have been Jordan Peterson who said the first four years of a child's life is so important and he's like, that's yeah, the foundation. Yeah, he does, yeah. It was, that's what he that. said. And having the kids, being with the child for uh, between zero and four, because I think the I think his idea that the idea behind that was by that point that's where you you're you're socially sculpted, yeah, so that you oh, can you can achieve socialization and acceptance among peers. Yeah, if you're not socially, what's the word for it? Uh, not permissible. Uh, if you're not socially desirable, I think it mm. is by the time you're four years old, you're going to struggle socially for a very long time. Well, that's where you begin so it's, school, it's about and that's where being, your social life begins. Being with parent, being parented, like probably being there as parents to help socialize <laughs> and to teach that that's those social skills to yeah. your zero to four year old is incredibly necessary so that by the time they go into actual social situations, when they go into school and beyond, they're actually able to have relationships, meaningful relationships yeah. with people. And and I think he was saying that the, the crucial time to build those skills uh, in, that uh, zero, in that zero to four years. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Yeah, I think it was something like that. And then some there's there's a lot of conversation about it anyway. That, that, yeah, that's true. And being there and building that relationship with your child at that age and so they know what you are to them. You know that like they know that you're the leader. You they know that you are the one that they go to. And this is just something that I've observed for myself and how I want to I want a mother. I want to be uh I want to be someone that my child looks up to and can have a conversation with and can feel safe to be with me and to open up to me and be vulnerable with me. That's what I want to create. And there's, I, I, I mean, I'm not with everyone all the time, so I don't know how other people and how their kids are and their relationship with their kids are. But for myself and for us, I mean, we talk about it a lot anyway, just um, between us. So we want to be leaders. We want to be role models. We want, we're taking this opportunity to actually for us to grow, for us to build our confidence, for us to be good role models and good uh, mentors for, you know, our children. And that's really important. And what does that entail? What where can we start from pregnancy? And the first, my first post was about that moment that you find out that you're pregnant, and that's the moment that you become a parent. I've in reflection, that's that's where I've said you can be, you can be a parent before, but when you see that positive, <laughs> those positive lines on the stick, and you are you are now a parent. You've you you are now beginning that process and. Every, because what happens in that moment, no matter if it's in fear, ours was in fear, no matter if it's in fear or in joy, if it was a blessing or if it wasn't what you thought it was going to be or was meant to be, how powerful is that moment that that happens? Everything, everything changes. Everything falls away and you're like, what are we going to do now? What is it from here on? What decisions do we have to make? Because this feels and is huge because you can feel it in yourselves. You can feel your whole body just exploding. I'm getting chills because I just remember that moment. It felt impossible. Nothing felt possible in that moment. And I'm like, oh my gosh, how are we going to do this? But then in reflection, and you know, we sat with it, we were like, okay, no, nah, let's take this on. 
let's be, you know, okay, what if we did? What if we didn't? What if, you know, you go through all these bloody conversations, you go through all these scenarios so you can make the best decision for you and the baby and your future. It's a huge moment. It's one of the biggest moments. And I only say that because I've had it. And I, in reflection, going back to it even, that is so, it's such an important moment to go back to so you can see exactly what was happening. And that moment, it's like, yeah, oh, my gosh, I'm a, I'm a mother in this. I'm now thinking like a mother. I'm mm. thinking like a father. I'm thinking about our family. I'm thinking about our future. I'm thinking, and everything actually got more real. Our future, the vision that we were looking at. And don't um, don't spoil the podcast. Oh, it's okay. There's more. There's more in there. There's just guide guide people to the podcast. So don't don't. Uh, don't. I know, but I'm passionate about it. It's my first one, and it only goes for twenty minutes. But there's a beautiful yeah, so, meditation. So we'll guide guide people to the podcast from here. If they're interested in listening to it, this is where they can go and listen to it. Okay. Otherwise, they're just going to hear it here. Why are they going to go listen to it at your actual podcast? Okay. <laughs> I'm really we'll passionate to, about. It. No, good. I love it. I love seeing you passionate about. It. I'm just saying you've you've let's take people to that place. Okay, we'll go to my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's because it's on becoming mother. It's, it's on, on insight already. It's not, on Substack. Not, it's yeah. It's not on um. It's not on insight. Yeah. It's getting approved. We'll have to so link. Don't go there. We'll have to link to your Substack. Yeah. Yeah. So I was the one that was doing it. Now it's the other one that's doing it. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll we'll link to your Substack in the show notes. Yeah. So that yeah, if you if you're interested, if you want to go check it out, yeah, it goes for like twenty minutes. Yeah, twenty minutes. Yeah. And um, there's a. I, I didn't anticipate a meditation, but that happened at the end beautiful. really naturally and beautifully. And I re-listened to it and actually found it very powerful. And you're posting the content to Substack as well as a written newsletter type thing, Yeah, right? sometimes. It'll just be what it is. I'm yeah. not going to – I can't put – I'm not planning because I don't plan. <laughs> we'll go to Substack. We'll link it in the show notes and is check – Is this because we've already hit an hour and you're telling me to shut up? No, 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 no. Like genuinely, I'm like don't don't, don't go into what yeah, you've spoken. You've already spoken about this. Like go to the place where you've spoken about it. You know, I'm not, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to cut no, you off. No, I'm like, fine, don't duplicate the content, otherwise people just hear it here and go, ah, I don't want to go. Here. If you're curious, if you like what we're talking about, if you like what Yuja's the 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 rabbit hole that Yuja's going down, yeah. she is posting to Substack, yes. so we will link that Substack in the uh, description. It is it, it is really difficult to um actually promote it because it's not. It's a topic that everyone has or people have a lot of opinions about and it is. It's terrifying because I know that a lot of people even around me don't agree with how I'm doing things and what my what my um opinion is. Yeah, you can be open to you can be open to other people's opinions and what they have to say, but fundamentally it's you share you're sharing from your experience, but you're you're also trying to create a, a positive impact, right? And yeah. That's, I just want to make things okay. easier. I just yeah. want to make things more fun. And you're probably and gonna cop, you're probably gonna cop a lot of flack for it too. Because I am. people are going to probably hear what you have to say and be incredibly offended by the fact that, you know, it might feel like a personal attack on them and what they either believe or yeah. what the experience and that's they out of have. My control. That is completely out of your control. Yeah. Right. I think the point is let's not stoop to the lowest common denominator. But that's why I don't want say, to do this that. is this is the level. This is the level that you want to be on and the level that you want to promote, right? Yeah, it'd be great if retro retroactively someone can apply these types of ideas mm. to their experience that they had when they were fell pregnant and when they were through their pregnancy and whatnot. But obviously, you, you also want to encourage new mothers or people that have just found out they're pregnant who come across your content. You want to be there and provide that kind of content for them in the pregnancy, mm. in the moment that you're in now. Yeah. So, how do you how do you want to What's the standard that you want? What's yeah. important to you? What works for you? What do you value? And what do you want to put out there and encourage in others? 
and just sticking to that standard. Also, um, I got Aries in my third house, so that's of communication. So when I'm fired up, I get really fired up. Good. And I don't want to talk too much about the whole parenting thing because I, I haven't, I'm not there. I'm not there yet. So if you got triggered by anything I said with when it comes to daycare and childcare, don't, this is not a personal attack. And I, because everyone is in a different situation and I love that everyone has their own their own story, but I'm just saying, I yes, I don't know, but yes, too, I have been around a lot of of that area, and yeah, I can. I'm just observing for me and my experience mm. for what I want, and this is the whole point. What kind of life? And this is for the next podcast, which I'm not going to talk a lot about, but it was just inspiration for um, the next one. Is how do we see our pregnancy? What what view, what theory or what idea did we have of pregnancy? Mm. And I'm now thinking of motherhood because mm. I'm through like getting through my pregnancy into the third trimester. I haven't finished yet. But my what really, really was a big shift for me was when I noticed that my idea of pregnancy was so not what pregnancy was about. If anything, pregnancy was better. Yeah. And okay. I want to share that. Which usually is the case, right? I feel like Sometimes. the reality is frequently better than the if you if you're open, if you're <laughs> yeah, I was open like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> some people are just, yeah, yeah. Some people are more inclined like that, and I used to be like that too. I yeah. used to be like, oh, you know, like, nah, it was so bad. Nah, don't like it. I'm never doing it again. But if that's an empowered decision, I could make it. Yeah. If it's if it's not, and you're just doing it out of fear, and you're making the decision out of fear, then well, you know, grow steel balls, you know, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah be fired yeah. up. Be passionate, because to me, that's what I would rather listen to. That's a, yeah, you'll piss people off, but people are going to disagree with you, right? And that's totally well, fine. People, so people point. probably disagree with us and the shit that we talk about on this. <laughs> yeah, probably, yeah, but that's yeah. I don't care, right? The no. point the point is, what are we going through, right? That's because you're you're trying to, I guess, your niche is at this point, pregnancy at and that point. experience, yes. right? And that's great. That's fine. You can speak to that because you're going through it. That's a good niche, and I think it's absolutely relevant because it's the literal beginning of life, mm. right? For a whole generation. So if you can if you can be a part of influencing that for for me with this I'm also wanting to get to that we want we want better for our life we want better for our future I don't want to resign myself to to poverty and to lack and to not Suffering. having what I want and to suffer I don't want to resign myself to that yeah. so how about we've tried to 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 learn and to take from our experience knowledge and information that is going to be beneficial in alleviating these issues for us and we're trying to to craft that that a, a process for ourselves yeah. a life for ourselves out of it and we're sharing that yeah. so that yeah if, if we do if we do share the wins we do share the losses so that we can have like an in-depth exploration on what it is to move from point a to point b yeah. and to to move yourself out of that poverty out of that lack and into something else and what that takes because we have no idea we're learning as we go mm. but the point is i want to try and through our process empower anyone listening to to take those steps for themselves and be like, look, we can compare and be like, oh, look, that person was able to succeed because they had family wealth or that person was able to succeed because they got lucky, you know, all that kind of shit. I don't believe in any of that stuff. I mean, yeah, obviously people can, you know, it, it is fortunate when you have, you know, you have parental wealth and yeah, inheritance, all that stuff. Sure. But, but I, what I, you I do don't want to diminish them and I don't want that to then be used as an excuse as for as to why you cannot succeed. No, but they still need, they still have to make choices and be responsible yeah, exactly. for the decisions that they make. So, so they're in the same boat. They've just got different. Uh, yeah, I'm not, I don't want to go into that. But, but I'm, just I'm just, I'm just saying. The point of this is to be like, no, there is, there, are, there, are, there is so many more things that go into success than simply just having money. 
And what's what are you supporting your ideas with? What are you supporting your growth and your journey with? Yeah. If there's if there's nothing beneath it, then you're just going to collapse. Mm. Obviously, so it's it's trying to capture this, capture what we're trying to go through, and that's what I'm really I'm really passionate about trying to trying to cut through that fog, cut through that bullshit, and go no. From my experience, this is what's helped. And sharing that in a really a tangible way that you might not necessarily be able to relate to everything about my experience, but you can perhaps understand the fact that I, I've what I've concluded and what I have come to and learned has is derived directly from an experience that I've had and that I've also shared. So you can see not only the conclusion but the working out for it. Yeah. And that's what this that's what this podcast is all about. Is sharing that too, you know? So, it's like we're trying to hit numerous different- We're trying to both achieve the same thing essentially, essentially right? Yeah. With this podcast and with you, with your thing, with yeah. me and my finance thing. Yeah. We're trying to hit that empowerment, that individual empowerment from a grassroots level, yeah. right? And build build individual responsibility and power from the bottom up. And we're, we're hitting it from numerous different angles with the content that we're, we're currently delivering. Yeah. And we're looking to- We're aspiring to deliver. So, you know, hopefully, yes, I, I would love to, I, I do have a vision of us achieving that success and that abundance and that mm-hmm. position that we want to be in and actually being able to bring others up with us and bring people along because you were here for us through this whole process. So, you know what it took. And so, perhaps you can just plant seeds or give you ideas as to how you can actually move through and you can go about achieving your own goals and your own designs. And then it, it's not, there is no, no one else except you that has the responsibility to get yourself out of it. You can't blame external things all the time for as you know the for, uh, for the for why you cannot it so doesn't work it's just yeah, it's, yeah <laughs> and if that's you listen a- to the podcast you would so, know that that doesn't work anyway we're, we're going for an hour and 15 now so we'll, 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 we'll wrap it up but that's it we're both passionate and that pa- passion will trigger and good oh, i think it's supposed to let it because it's supposed to shift yeah you know Get uncomfortable. Yeah, Get un- we've been fucking uncomfortable for a very long time. I'm so over it. You know, I'm uh, so I'm not, over because it's the, well, the, no, the no, discomfort like, is is shaping. No, it's it's crafting us. You know, for the better. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, in, in, in the other way, but yeah. So, you know, that's just just what it is. Just get outside of our comfort zones. And it is outside my comfort zone to to be passionate like this and be sharing it like this. You know, and part of me is like, oh, you know, if we get passionate towards the end, you know, is anyone still listening towards the end? You know, maybe we can let loose a bit. Fuck it. I don't, you know, I don't even want to think about it. Like, let's, <laughs> let's assume that people are listening all the way to the end. Yeah. You know, I don't think we're ever really this, comfortable so. anyway. I mean, you choose to be comfortable, but you're really not comfortable because you're just kidding yourself, really. Well, posting yourself out here like this. I mean, we can get comfortable with doing it, with, with you know, yeah. sitting down here and mechanically and being when like, When it comes to like, like life comfort, being comfortable, staying in comfort, it's like, yeah, but you're not comfortable. Even if you're going to say, yeah, no, I'm just going to stay within my, it's like, it's you're still not because your body, we want to grow. Yeah. Our bodies want to grow and expand. Our souls want to experience. We're, we're humans. We're supposed to expand and experience. That's the whole point. So we're never really comfortable. So I'm not, I'm not over it. I didn't, I didn't mean that when I said that before. Yeah. That's good. Good. I'm over a few <laughs> things in my life, but I'm not I, over I the, the, the uncomfortable parts of it. Yeah. I, I understand. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> well, well, we'll leave it there because <laughs> it can keep going. But hey, this might be st- some of these elements is what we can talk about on Friday, perhaps. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> anyway, if you enjoyed the conversation, uh, please like and subscribe. That'd be great. Share us around too with family and friends. Again, that would help us out phenomenally, also. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us and continue the conversation, contribute your, your two cents, uh, we'd be fascinated and, and very interested to hear from you. 
Uh, you can email the show at itppc at protonmail.com. Uh, if you want to get in touch with me personally, you can go to logan.d.gray on Instagram and direct message me there. I will be posting. I will be posting. Oh. So, so, so keep an eye out for content on that platform as well. And I'll make sure that you post. Yes, you will. Hold me accountable. Yes, hold me accountable. And <laughs> if uh, you're interested in my financial service and if it could benefit you in your situation, please also reach out at those channels. The they are in the show notes. So, we're actually, we'll have to put your link to your Substack in there. Yeah, now. I can finally do that again. There's a reason. And my Instagram is yourjadogra. Have you finished? Yeah. My Instagram is yourjadogray. I've already posted yesterday to begin this ball rolling. And my Substack is yourjadogray.substack.com. At Substack.com or dot? Dot. Because it's, it's, okay. yeah, yeah. it's, it's not an email address. Yeah, oh, I, f- I forget how the yeah because it's a website. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So yeah. usualgrade.substack.com. Beautiful. That will be in the show notes. So please. Podcast check that number out. one is up. It is on on the Substack. <laughs> it's not on Insight yet, but if you're on Insight, it'll. We're working eventually. to get it onto Spotify and Apple Podcasts and those types of things. That might take another day or two for us to sit down together and work that out. Yeah. So I, I, know, I know how to do it, but it just takes time. Birth empowerment. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> yay. Life. Woo. Life. Woo. Uh, <laughs> I love you. I love Let's you. Let's have a blessed day. Let's have a blessed day. Yeah. 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 Woo. <laughs>